What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte. I hope y'all are having a fabulous week. I'm like right in the middle of shit, wrapping up a whole bunch of Christmas presents, wrapping up a whole bunch of creative projects before the year ends. Nothing like waiting to the last minute, but it's all fun. So I'm I'm with it. And I know you're right there with me because I know a lot of you be waiting to the last minute too. <laughs> I'm like just really looking forward to taking this next week and a half off to like enjoy being in my like creative process fully. Um, we're going to be spending time with my in-laws and there's really just nothing to do there. Like they live in Henderson, Nevada. And I mean, I could, you know, we're not going down to the strip. And I just looked it up and I was trying to find some classes I can take. And I think everybody else is also taking this time off to regroup. So I'm going to go ahead and just take it as a sign. I'm not going to force anything. I'm just going to take a lot of time to relax and just try to be in my creative space and just gearing myself up for 2024 and helping you guys gear up for 2024 as well. Um, Before we dive into this week's episode, I have got to give an ultra special shout out to one of my superstar friends, Rosie. She left me a comment a couple weeks back on my Spotify responding to my talk about community. And she was just reiterating how important it is to vet your mentors and but she ain't lying. If you want to check out the rest of the conversation, episode 29 is up and ready for you. Like I said before, when you guys engage, it tells the algorithm to push my content out. So please comment, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I appreciate you. Anywho, we are carrying on with the second part of our conversation from last week. Um, all about being naughty and nice as a dancer and artist. Uh, y'all already heard what all the stuff that's going to land you on the on the naughty list. So just knock all that stuff off. Luckily, this week, we are talking all about how you can land yourself on the nice list. Thank God. So let's dive right in. So number one, letting your natural creativity flow rather than forcing it. This is gold. And I have talked about this concept before. Uh, Finding your naturally just creative timing and, and learning how to work with it. You guys, you guys already know, I always feel psyched to move my body right after work and like right after the gym because I'm already warmed up, everything's engaged. Um, and especially, so right after work is because I've had to be a normal person all day and I'm ready to just get all of my zoomies out. So I, I take those two times when I'm feeling the most creative and I take advantage of them. I, instead of, instead of like scheduling, oh, I'm going to choreograph from this time to this time. Like, no, I know that immediately after work, get home. I have the zoomies. I'm going to choreograph right then and there. I'm not going to waste any time. And then same thing for the gym. I just go ahead now, like I'll plan my, my session of workout, but then I, I block off like maybe an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, depending on how much time I have after the gym, because I know that I'm going to want to move my body and just kind of vibe with some music because I'm going to feel all nice and warm. And that's a great time to just crank out choreo. Like I've been known to like, in in the, it's like my power hours. So like if I'm in those zones, I can crank out like 
two or three choreos easily, easily. But if not, it's like pulling teeth, okay? Um, and for those of you that create on a regular basis, you guys know how crippling it is to force to force yourself into creating something when you're not really feeling inspired, when when things aren't really heartfelt and authentic. I think the best thing that you can do for yourself that's going to absolutely get you on this nice list is learning exactly and understanding exactly your artistic flow and what really inspires you as an artist so you can learn to work with it. Sure, we're artists. We're always evolving. Maybe our inspiration and creativity comes at random times, which is fine too. But being able to trigger the motion of a creative flow and work with your natural creative schedule is such a life hack you can implement and cut down production and creating time. And when you cut down production and create time, ultimately, you can get a ton of more projects out on a consistent basis. Another example I want to share with you guys um, is literally the podcast. So side note, um, I've always really enjoyed writing. In high school, I just I was like the little poetic emo kid. Um, I had a live journal. I had a Tumblr. I had all the things. I don't, MySpace, I don't really know if we read, wrote on those. Yeah, guys, I'm a millennial, get over it. Anyways, it's kind of funny because the way that I do the podcast is I create outlines. And I think it's a very teacher thing of me too. Just outlines are my jam, you know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of how I organize all my thoughts so I can give you guys like just a cohesive talk that makes sense, obviously. So when I first started the process of, you know, creating the outlines for the podcast, I was all over the place and I was like so inefficient with my time. Uh, writing episodes would take me literally all day. I I would like start it and then get have ADHD and then like leave and then go eat and then do this. And then I was losing my train of thought. It wasn't a negative a grueling experience, but it was like long and drawn out. And I was like, there has to be a better way to refine this writing muscle and flex it when I need it to be done. So now I, what I've noticed is my creative episodes with writing spark at night after everything's done, after, you know, the house is clean, I've showered, like brush my teeth, like put the bonnet on, I'm laying in bed, all that all that kind of stuff. I grab my laptop and I just go and I'm able to crank out probably two episodes at a time. Um, that is just my creative flow when it comes to writing. Obviously, that's not my creative flow when it comes to dancing is not laying in bed and after everything's done, I need to be warm. But when you're able to trigger your creative process on demand, you're able to get so many more projects out and be so much more efficient with your time and then have time to do other things, right? We're all busy. We have stuff to do. Sure, I would love to create all day, but I, I do have, you know, my clients to tend to and, and my work and other things like that. So having a structure for creativity, working with your creativity, working with your creative flow will definitely land you on the nice list.
The next thing that will land you on the nice list is collaboration. I was literally talking about this with Brenda because I'm working on some creative projects with her this week. And she was saying, I don't know what it is, but when I'm with another person, it just feels like it's so much easier to choreograph than when I'm with myself. And this experience is definitely more common than you think humans are social creatures you guys like we are meant to interact and socialize and collaborate and bounce ideas off of each other and work with one another we're not really i don't think we're meant to be solo dolo i think being solo dolo is just kind of a maybe like a a defense mechanism or like a, a story that we create for ourselves to to live in that nothing will stimulate your mind more or challenge you out of your comfort zone more than working with another person. And here's the real sauce. Let me tell you something. I challenge you to collaborate with people you don't normally work with. Like someone completely in a different style than you. Because working with someone in this way will make you move, think, and create in ways that you are just, it's just out of your regular regime. And on top of it, if you're doing this op- often, you are going to become super adaptable to changes and 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 super di- and super diverse which are amazing traits to have as an artist. When you work with other people, you're not just stretching your creative muscle, by the way, you're also working on your communication skills, which pff, you need to be able to communicate your ideas, okay? And in, in a way that makes sense to others. When I first uh, started working with um Jamil, my original videographer, we have like a little learning curve, you guys, because the way that I would explain things to him, I was realizing my picture, my idea was not mm, transcribing. Like I would give him a whole prompt, a whole this, a whole that, and how to shoot it and this and that, and then and how to edit. And then I would see it and I'd be like, that's what you got? (laughs) like we would go and we would argue too like we would go back and forth about this and he'd be like this is what you said and I'm like this is not what I said what the fuck you know and then when I started to realize like okay I need to change my communication style and I need to make sure that my thoughts are easily transcribable or understood in a way that makes sense that they can see it in my head as well that's when I started to get really good at communicating my ideas you know, the themes I was trying to hit, the angles, the vision, the, all of that. And that's when I was able to really start to do some cool things. And, and we, we cranked out some really cool concept, um, concept videos. So you need to be able to communicate your ideas in ways that make sense to other people. Sure, they make sense to you, but it's the other people that's important. And I mean, think about it. If directors, if producers, if choreographers, if, you know, if they didn't know how to do that, they would get nothing done. And here's the thing. You would be shocked at the amount of people that don't have this kind of skill set. And it's it's a downfall. It really is. Honestly, you need to just learn how to work with other people and all types of people. Not everyone will be easy to work with, by the way. And that's fine. Okay. The point is not to overthink that too much. I don't think it's your job to try to, okay, if I'm working with someone, I need to be completely 100% cohesive with them. Untrue. You do not. 
Um, I don't even think there's any relationships that should work like that. Like shit. My, me and Aaron are so different. We are a hundred percent different. We are different people to the T. Okay. And we've realized that it's just all about communication. And so when, once we like upgraded our communication style, it's smooth sailing, but we're completely different. And I think that all relationships like that are like that. And especially creative relationships. It's not your job to like a hundred percent get along with the person, be in their shoes, like all of that. Okay. Like obviously don't be me and like be chill and be cool. <laughs> like don't go into a, a collab being like such a bitch. What the hell? But if someone has a different vision than you, that's fine. It's just how can you upgrade your communication style to work together? And that's the real challenge. And that's the point. You need to still get it done. All right. We've got number three. Asking for feedback and looking at the data or the facts. Smart dancers do this because you have to look at your shit Oh, God, you guys know I always mess this one up. Is it subjectively? Objectively. When you're able to look at the facts, baby, you can fix anything, honestly. So I have a theory that art and dance is just such a vulnerable space to work and operate in that it's hard for us as artists to receive feedback and criticism, which I completely understand. I completely understand. This is our safe space. We want it to feel safe. We want to feel safe enough to open up. But also, criticism is there to make us better. It's And I've done, I think I've done an episode on this. Why why criticism is is really going to elevate your shits. So if you if you want to hear all about it, go go back to that episode. But here's the thing. I'm talking about all types of feedback. Going going to the hard teachers and asking them what you can improve on. You know who they are asking for a review from your students. If you are a teacher, yes, you need some Yelp reviews, maybe how we can run class better. Uh, checking your online analytics to see what hashtags are doing well or post times or content type of content. This is crucial too. just posting blindly and just being like, oh, I hope it works. Like, no, you, you got to get some feedback on that too. If you're already doing all this, kudos, okay? Because I know it's a daunting task and to have to sit down and ask yourself, okay, where am I failing and where am I fucking up and falling short, especially if you're putting your heart and your soul into a project and a piece of performance or a piece of art, I get it. It's it's really rough sometimes. You're just not in it, okay, to, to be criticized in that way. So I, I get it. But the truth is this, the sooner that you can become familiar with your blind spots, the sooner you can repair them. I give you guys, I want to, I want to give you guys this example I currently have. So like with the podcast, right? Cause it's like a learning curve. This is my, this is, this is my first rodeo. <laughs> I, you guys are learning the podcast as, as, as I am learning the podcast, right? I love doing it. Okay. I love it. It keeps me consistent. And that was my goal is to have like a consistent work of uh, mindsets, um, pieces that are together like this. Like I, I love the this the podcast format. Okay. 
But now I'm trying to look at metrics. And in the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to look at metrics. I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm going to get content out. I'm not even going to worry about that. Maybe later, right? Okay, well, friends, later is now here. (laughs) And it's time to look at metrics. And I am so hesitant because I'm like, oh, my God, if I look this up, I'm going to have to switch up my whole way of doing things. I'm going to have to figure out how to drive traffic and like switch up hashtags and like I'm in a comfortable flow now right it's it's comfy like I, I've got things on a consistent basis it works for me but as we all know comfortable is it comfortability I don't know being comfortable never really brings any growth right and I'm ready to grow I'm ready to grow especially in 2024 I'm like let's go like how how much can we grow right So I put it off, but it was stressing me. And I was like, all right, enough. I really want to stay on the nice list. Okay. So I finally have gotten like a clear breakdown of my audience and the hashtags that are working, post times, things like that. And it, it stressed me out at first. But like I said, now that I know my blind spots, it's time to make changes. So if you want to be on the nice list with me, I'm gonna need you to be open to some feedback, babes. Okay, ask your teachers. I know it's... It's uncomfortable and like here's the thing. I like to think about it as the like more uncomfortable it is, the more like it feels like pulling teeth, maybe like the more growth there is right there. Like maybe that's a bigger opportunity for like success. Do you know what I'm saying? So really put yourself out there. I know it's a vulnerable space to to open up and 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 let people into your world like that, but I'm telling you there's there's gold on the other side if you allow it. Number four on the nice list, we've got saying no. (laughs) Okay, I know this one sounds confusing because what the hell do you mean like saying no, bitch? Like, well, okay, listen, because not everything is for you, my friend. And sometimes you got to put a big, fat, healthy boundary up or put a big, fat no, okay, up to make room for the things that better serve you, okay? And we've touched on this concept a little bit in the past, in the, in, the, in the last few weeks, I'll say, since I've been practicing more money management surrounding like my dance goals, I've had to really pick and choose and ugh, say no to a lot of classes that have just popped up, okay? And it's the end of the year, bitch. There's a lot of classes popping up right now that I want to go and take. I'm like, whoa, shiny objects everywhere, And I get FOMO bad. Like, I'm not immune to FOMO. Like, I am, like, looking at people's stories and looking at the the shows that are coming up. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm messing up. I'm not going to class, this and that. But when I sat down and, like, thought about the impact of what I'm saying no to, all these eye-catching last-minute opportunities, and what I'm allowing myself to say yes to when I say no to these things, it, I feel better. <laughs> so um, I really, I don't know if I said this last week, but I really want to train with Kat Rendick. I'm, I'm, I took off work and everything. I was like, uh, no, no, I'm doing formula. Like I literally can't take it anymore. I've watched, I've watched her all year with this and I'm just like, I need this training. And I mean, all these trainings are expensive, obviously, which rightfully so, it's great training, right? And I'm even having to take off work, right? So I'm already spending money taking off work. 
So I was like, okay, looking at my budget for, you know, this this month, January, February, I'm going to have to scale back. I can't really take just classes left and right because I know that I'm going to spend a chunk of my money on training. So yeah, I'm having to say no. I'm not in the classroom here and there and this and that and left and right, all that, right? I'm I'm saying no a lot more. And like, you know, friends are hitting me up. Hey, come to class. I'm like, I'm gonna have to say no. And I get to, I'll get a little sad. I get a little sad, but here's the thing. I think about what I'm saying yes to instead. And it it really makes me happy. And it puts me in a better place because like I said, you guys, the FOMO is fucking real, dude. So every single time you say no, I want you to understand that you're also saying yes to something that is much more meaningful and important and valuable to you, okay? Your time, your money, your effort, your energy, your emotions, your creativity, your light, you, you. All of you is so important and it's such a gift. You are so worthy. If you're out here saying yes to everything, babe, you are not going to have any bandwidth to say yes, okay, to the things that actually matter to you. Is it hard right now? Sure. But does it get easier? Yes, it does. I want you to seriously think about how every single no is bringing you closer and closer to a yes. Another example of this I, I like to think of is diet. And I don't even, I mean, I, whatever. We don't like to say the word diet. Maybe healthy, uh, yeah, healthy lifestyle choices. How about that one? We know when we're trying to clean up our diet, like all you want to do is you want to eat all the bad stuff, right? All the all the fun food. I'll say that. Yeah, the fun foods, the non-performance enhancing foods, okay? But you're saying you need to say no to them because you're saying yes to a healthier lifestyle. Like that's how I like to reframe that when I am... Because like I said, I'm not immune to this shit, bitch. I be like getting off work like, yo, I want in and out right now. Where's the wing stop? Like, hello. Like that shit is tasty as hell. But I know that it's non-performance enhancing food. It's not going to feel, it's not going to make me feel good when I'm trying to, you know, run later at the gym or like feel good about my body or like feel like I'm I'm making healthy choices for my future, that kind of thing. You have to reframe it in your head so you can say yes to something that is so much more important to you. Number five, nice list. We've got positive self-talk. Okay, like are you surprised this is on this list? Like you know what podcast this is. <laughs> if you already do this, then babe, you're, you're on the nice list for sure. Positive self-talk, especially in times where it just like seems impossible and I get there too. I get there too. When shit gets hard, when you're unsure, when you're not feeling confident, when you're tired, okay, when you're tired, oh, you gotta, it's an amazing skill to have. It's important, it's amazing, and it's it's powerful, and it's something that you can develop. Don't worry. Notice, I say it's a skill to develop because you're not just born with this. Like, there's no way that you just wake up one day and you're like, all right, I talk to myself nice. Like, no, you have to work on it. You have to do all of the, I say corny, but like there is truth in it. Like the writing the things on your mirror, the get, writing yourself a post-it note, the telling yourself you're okay, you, I love you, you're doing so good. 
it feels funny at first and the first few times i did this i'm like oh my god this is so weird and honestly the first i think the first time i really took this exercise seriously was maybe a couple years ago i have anxiety really bad you guys already know i kind of talk about it but during a panic attack somebody told me to um just kind of like hold like wrap your like put your hands on your chest and like kind of pat yourself lightly and just like tell yourself like you're okay like you're doing so good you're okay you're calm you're not anxious and even now when I feel like the anxiety like building I like just kind of like tap my chest I'm like you're not anxious you've got this you're amazing you can handle everything that is thrown at you you're adaptable all like just telling yourself these these positive things okay because your brain let me tell you something your brain is very smart, but it's very dumb. It does not know the difference between you just like saying a negative thought and like just saying it to say it and you actually believing it. So when you say negative things out loud to your friend as a joke in your head as a joke, oh man, I just suck. I can't do this. Your brain actually is like, I suck. I can't do this. That That's literally what your brain is thinking. So you have to, you have to take that control back and be like I'm doing so good I'm doing amazing it's so crazy like I'm doing so good I feel so good I feel calm I feel grounded I feel supported affirmations baby you know this and here's the thing like I don't want to say as artists we need to have tough skin because like I think that has a I don't know if it has a negative connotation but just the thought of like oh you got to be tough all the time like no, it's hard. Sometimes you're not tough all the time and it's okay. But I think that we should have a very healthy relationship with our mind and be able to speak to ourselves internally very healthily. And then and and that might be the the type of tough skin that I'm talking about. So when shit gets tough, maybe it's not that you have tough skin, maybe it's that you're able to self-soothe and talk yourself into feeling good in these situations. What we are saying to ourselves on the inside, the story that we tell ourselves, it, it's ultimately going to shape the outward actions that we take. So make sure that you keep your conversations positive and uplifting. Talk to yourself nice. Talk to you nice, okay? And number six on the nice list, we've got thanking your teachers, your content creators, your mentors, your choreographers, your artists. And just showing appreciation. Y'all, y'all know me. I hate, I am not a stand in line after class and talk to the choreographer ass bitch. I'm working on it, but here's what I do instead. I am definitely a slide in your DMs or get you a very heartfelt card or maybe a gift card or some sort of token of my love and affection. Because it's not that, it's not that I don't appreciate you. It's just that I, I it's, 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 it's 11 o'clock at night. And I got to go to bed, dude. It's crazy. I wake up at, at like five. Okay. So the point that you need to take away is you need to, you need to thank people. Okay. And it doesn't matter how you do it. Like it doesn't need to be grand. It doesn't need to be this or that. It's what you think is, is sufficient is sufficient. Okay. I'm not even I'm not even corny, but like I said, I will bring cards. I've been I've brought goodie bags with like chocolates. I'm just okay, maybe I am corny, whatever. <laughs> and I know it's like, ew, what a kiss ass, but like, no, honestly, it's not even a kiss ass. It's just taking a few seconds out of your day to thank people who 
keep the lights on, I guess you could say. If if you've choreographed, you understand this. It's it takes an amazing amount of energy sometimes to pull it together, to to pull a class together, to keep the energy going for class, to try to fill class. People are working outside of the studio. You know what I'm saying? And if you're an artist, right, you got to draw inspiration. You got to go to the drawing board. You got to go back to the drawing board. You're working overtime. Like, like people that create content, they're not just, it's not just the 30 seconds of content that you see, okay? It's like the countless like research of hashtags and post times. It's a full-time job, okay? And people be working full-time jobs and then coming and creating full-time. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. A little thank you, a little appreciation goes such a long way. You Even if, if you can only go up after them, up to them after class and that's how you say thank you that's good too i'm not saying like you shouldn't do that i was just that's just not what i do because i'm tired (laughs) but i do do other things though give them their flowers it's so important it's needed and honestly anybody that brings you know any sort of art any sort of inspiration to your life just give them a thank you it's it's really important And if you are already actively telling all the creatives in your life, thank you, bitch, you are already on that nice list. You already knew. You already knew what was going down. So that's what I have for you guys. The nice list. Now, of course, we could go on and on and on and on. But these are the ones that really came to my mind when I was thinking of this of this conversation. I wanted to pick things that we haven't talked about before. And yeah, I hope you guys, I won't talk to you until uh, after Christmas. So I have an episode for you next week. Um, And then I'm going to take the first week of January off just because I have some other things launching. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys about those things. But one of them being websites. So I'm getting everything packaged together right now. It's, It's a lot of work. I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's the the positive self-talk I'm telling myself right now. <laughs> but we're putting in a lot of hours after after work, after classes, and I love it. This is what I signed up for, so I'm with it. But yeah, I hope you guys have a really great Christmas time. If you are seeing your family, you know, enjoy them. And if you're not seeing your family, that's okay. Spend some time loving on yourself. There's always a need for that as well. And just take some time to rest. I think everybody really honestly is taking these last two weeks off. Because like I said, I really tried to find some classes in Nevada or not Nevada because Nevada is huge in Henderson in Las Vegas to take during our time there. And bitch, I found nothing. It looks like everybody's last classes were this week. (laughs) So I took like I said, I took Nicole Kirkland tonight did I tell you guys that I took Nicole Kirkland today and she was even saying like she's not teaching next week so I I really think everyone's taking time to just be with themselves and I love that we it's so hard because dancers creatives we work so hard all year so I think I think it's okay if you take a week off okay no one's gonna no one's gonna blame you but I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend and a fabulous week and send this over to a dancer you already know is on the nice list and I will talk to you guys later.